Vous êtes à l'écoute de Dumb Fresh Call Radio. Welcome back to Dumb Fresh Call Radio. I'm your host, Champagne B. This week, Mr. Dumb Fresh Call and I smoke one with the homie Rob. We talk cigars, post-pandemic hookers, and being in the back of Delilah like Drake. I hope all you freedom fighters are doing well. Love and respect. Champagne B. You are now listening to Dumb Fresh Co Radio. When yeah, did he get out and get active? I'm telling you. Watch. Mm. He starts seeing what's going on around him, and he noticed like he. He's not saying. He he's not he saying he's never gonna do it again. No, what exactly. he's saying. Right now, I'm telling you, bro. He's just, he's just saying. I'm telling you, right now, I'm off the wine. If I'm out, I'm going to grab you a bottle of wine. <laughs> you kill me. That's a nice Because yeah, it's like you don't fucking buy white, shit. White, just, white or red? Red. I'll drink, I'll do like red at night or like in the wintertime because it'll warm me up and mm. put me to sleep. But during the day, I'm going to have like white. I need a little, just a little small little glass, bro. About four, five ounces. I never really understood as a kid, like, don't inhale the cigar and what the difference is, like, how do you smoke something with that, right? And the first time I did inhale a cigar, I thought I was just straight dead. Are you supposed to inhale hookah? Yes. So well, you every can. time I do that, I always end up like throwing up. Oh, you? Yeah, like I but can never. But sometimes the like if you're not used to hookah, it can give you such a head rush because you're having so much yeah. smoke that like I think you deprive your body from oxygen. No, man. Like I've I've done it multiple times, and every time I end up like early. Really? Yeah. Like, Are you drinking something? Are you dry? I have no, I'm not drunk. Okay. I have and I haven't before, and yeah. it's just like no. Nah, every time it just does me bad. Like mm -hmm. I'm just. I've just never been into like smoking to smoke, if that makes sense. Right. Like I feel like hookah is more so for show than it is to actually do something. I think, well, for me, I love hookah in like, like if we were just hanging and we just lit up one right now. Yeah. Like that's cool. And we're like smoking one while we're playing games or watching something. Yeah. As camaraderie, it's I think that's dope. But to go to the club and order <laughs> a hookah is like, the complete opposite for me, you know? I'm sure that happened before. It's but not, I, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't had hookah. It's <laughs> fire. But I'm just saying I'm not going to go spend $120 or whatever it is for that hookah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just something to do, like, especially like Hollywood hookah. Like, I know people are just looking for like an after hour, and usually the hookah is the place that has the after hour. That's cool, though, On Melrose, is one you can sit on the street and smoke. That's kind of cool. Yeah, what, uh, Barry's Pizza has a hookah, like, they got hookah in there, too. Berry's oh, they do the late night spot? Yeah. Uh, that Berry's place. Pizza. Berry's yeah. Pizza. Right is that Berry's? Yeah, right across like the street from Berry's. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 no, I've been there one that's time. That's super late night. Everybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about L.A., you kind of discover spots, like, it's something everywhere out here. Like, yeah, like, but you discover it. I know for me, like, I discover things not looking for things. 
Yeah. You, you discover through people. Yeah. People think just like the clubs, like that's it out here. You know what I'm saying? Like one on the high. It's but not, even still, not like, like clubs, because we never really went to clubs like that. I've been to a couple, but it ain't like. What it just depends it? on what type of vibe you want, bro. What type, what type of people you want to be around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You just gotta. But not even. I'm not even talking about like. I'm not saying like we haven't been. I'm just saying like. When you think about when you go out, like it's most of a bar that you're going to that's turned into like some type of party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. out here in LA, if you want to have a good time, you're not necessarily going to a club. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't think I've had a lot of good times at clubs here. And the music is usually trash. Clubs for Instagram for, for yeah. Pics, that's it. Oh yeah, that's true. Just to say you went. <laughs> Just to say you that's, went. That's that's exactly like it. one that's time we it. went to was it One Oak? Like Barry looked out for us. We went to One Oak and it was just. It was trash, man. No, trash. No, trash. No, trash. No, trash. No, trash. I think every time I went there, it was trash. I mean, but it's good for photo ops. Super like, they, photo they ops. built that place definitely for photos. That's for sure. But that's what it is. It's just, that's like a epitome of the glam life, insta, yeah. bad culture, you know? Like, yeah, that's what they the built. Yeah. But, like, even the spot, what was the place where you, you did the, the birthday party? Uh, um, uh, Delilah. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's that spot is chill. Like that's they didn't spot. even have to do much to that. Like, no, like, like very some, nice. I've never been, but isn't like a restaurant during the yeah. afternoon and mm-hmm. then at night they turn yeah. into a club? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's just light in the back. Shout out to Drizzy Drain. Nah, it's cool. Where it's is a cool that? spot. You should have seen like how they transformed it for like this little birthday party. This birthday party he DJ, they transformed. They had like a little basketball thing in there, like a, a ball. Yeah, yeah. Like they completely transformed the place. I heard this is a spot. I've never been though. Yeah, man, we gotta, we definitely gotta hit up Delilah for sure. Yeah, that's a nice spot. That's another spot, like, I wanna, like, infiltrate. As far as just, like, shifting, like, the culture of how people listen to music and enjoy themselves when they go out. Like, I think that's why, like, video teaching is so, is so important to me, like, because people need something to watch other than just looking at each other, other to each other. Like, imagine if you could just watch your favorite videos and listen to music, like, I don't know, for me, like to go out and I'm not hearing something good, like I at least want to be able to see something instead of just like staring at people and stuff like that. Like, I feel like the night out experience can be so much better. It, it, it can be so much better, man. I, I, like in 2020, we got holograms out here. We got we got so much out here. Man, they had holograms since like 2015. But I'm saying like, it's, it's, and had it's becoming more travel. affordable now. You so did. if it was out then, imagine it's got to be more affordable now. All I'm not saying you got to have holograms at the club, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is if you're going to have these establishments and like you expect people to keep coming and like, I feel like you got to like, you almost have a service to the community to continue to make your spot better. Not just like reupholstering the furniture, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. not just the acts that you bring in, like, you know, like try to build some type of ambiance, you know, make it worth standing in the line or like, you know, spending X amount of money to get a table. Like, I should have like activities at the table. Like, it, it should be more. There's, there's gotta be more to life. Yeah, man, like, it, it, like taking this time, like, I hope some people took that time to like revamp their spots. Like, if you clean, you mopped, cool, that's cool. But like, other than that, like, I know for myself, if I was to have an establishment for people to go out at night, I would want it to be like the dopest, thing ever when everything when you get to start up from the ground fresh yeah you you can do whatever and even I think if everyone should do 
what they need to do to start building these subcultures and and explore creation. I think that's what we need to do. Because for a minute there, you know, we were a little bit mundane. Everyone that's was just true. doing the same shit. <laughs> so like there wasn't much growth in creativity, cycle. you know? Because yeah. we were just all doing the same. We were all DJing the same way. We were yeah. all listening to the same music. It just got too mundane. That's now, you know, that the dust has settled, I hope the the plants that start sprouting are all a little different color. Yeah, um, seeds, they got plants. Yeah, I hope so. But I'm, I agree with you, Finny, it's the way forward. VJing is fucking awesome. Because nowadays, at least what I see, I don't see places being able to pack the capacity that they did. Yeah. So it's going to be less full. And generally, you know, people don't like dancing by themselves. Yeah. So you got to introduce another dynamic that can take people somewhere. Yeah, especially if it's like dance videos and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I think make having it fun. more like, yeah, if you can have like the cha-cha slide, come on. Cha-cha slide. No, just you start. Like, you start like with a, what they know to like so, get them, and then from there you move into you know an electric slide, like the you, you know. Going. Yeah, get people. Get if you're there by yourself, we wouldn't know because we're all doing the same. Thing. Yeah, because we're together. Exactly. Yeah. So it was just, and then if there's less people out now, like you get a chance to build more of an experience. It's just like when people try to do the silent DJ, and everybody's in there with headphones yeah. on, and like, I mean that, that wasn't really. I don't think it was. You know, it, it was for what it was, but like at the end of the day, I think you can do more visually in this in this day. So when we do decide to do an event, trust it's it's got to be something visual and not just seeing us stand on the table. Yeah. So necessary. Also, what you do with the visuals is you take the crowd's attention and you focus it on two points. You know, the video or the performance. Yeah. If there's just the performance, then they can kind of drift off and look at what's going on, and then that's where people start acting the fool because it's like, you know, you, yeah. you've seen this dude DJ for an hour or whatever, or like the band play. Yeah. Now you're kind of bored, this guy's standing over here, some guy's yeah. hanging from the ceiling. But if there's a visual... so huge, because they, they provide you with like, they take Lights. you along. They, yeah. they give you like a whole lot to roll with. Yeah, you're right. How long before you touch the streets? About two, two weeks, two to four weeks. Two weeks? Oh, that's nothing, man. Two to four that's, weeks? That's easy. That's pretty quick. That's, that's starting a new job. That's easy. Oh, my, I might be out this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, oh, man. Be real. Be real. Be real. Be real. Be real. I'm just going to go with Wednesday. Wednesday, Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday, Tuesday morning before the afternoon. Of course you're going. Like, that's a Tuesday morning before noon thing to say. But after after eight eight thirty, <laughs> a whole mood 
change. I'd be in the house bored, bro. I've been reading so many books, man. I was just straight boredom. It's crazy. I do like it though. Well, yeah, it's cool. I think I think this gave time for people to really tap in with themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or tap in like, like a project or something. It just gave you a lot more free time. You know what I'm saying? And if you didn't advance yourself in any type of way, I think that's just a reflection on you. So yeah. what, what what books were you reading? I read a bunch, man. I read this book called um, Becoming Supernatural. Uh, I read uh, A Message to a Black Man in America. Mm -hmm. I read The Way of the Superior Man, The Inner Game of Tennis, um, The Alchemist. I read the NFL PA, CBA. I read... <laughs> I read a bunch, bro. I read like, the books. Those I can't really remember, good bro. books. And like, educational. Yeah. You know, it's a like, lot of people, some people, I feel like there's two readers in the world. There's people that are trying to escape the world and then there's people that are trying to study or further themselves when yeah. they're reading. I think that's, that's what I was trying to do, bro. Just, just find a way to like really figure myself out. You know what I'm saying? In a way to where like when I came out of this, I'd be a better person. You know so, what I'm saying? So what book would you say had the most impact on your time? The Way of the Superior Man by far. What is that? I would, well, I'm gonna give you three. I'm gonna give you The Way of the Superior Man, I'm gonna give you The Inner Game of Tennis, and then I'm gonna say The Alchemist third. Can you give me one thing that you took away from each of those books? The Way of the Superior Man is all about your energy mm -hmm. and the energy that you omit to the world. You get what I'm saying? So for me, it's not even like being successful in life, but just to be able to go through life and be happy and, you know what I'm saying, and deal with people and have people deal with you on a different level. It's all about the energy that you put out and that you give to other people. Like if you don't open your chest and you don't open your heart and you don't engage with people, those people are not gonna engage with you. They won't remember you, they won't remember your face, they won't remember who you are because you didn't leave a, an energetic impression on them with, wow. the, with the energy you give out to them. You get what I'm saying? And your energy, you get your confidence from the energy that you put out, you know what I'm saying? You get a lot of stuff and how you deal with people through the energy you put out. So that's the one thing I took from the way superior man is just be a master of your own energy, bro. You always have energetic, it's weird to say, but energetic energy and energy always gotta be high. I'm saying don't be too down on yourself, don't get into yourself too much, man. Just be free with the world and let everything come. That's done. And so what I got from the inner game of tennis was is to separate your ego from your body. You get what I'm saying? So. What a lot of people do is they get in their own way. They let their mind, you know what I'm saying, kind of dictate the outcome of a process before they even start the process. So just in the athletic world, you know what I'm saying, your body knows what it needs to do through training. But the reason why you mess up certain times is you let your ego tell your body that it's not capable of doing what it's learned over oh, time. Shit, so if you're able to separate what your body knows so your nervous system, you're able to separate that from your ego, then you can actually move forward and be great at what you do because your body already knows what it needs to do. You get what I'm saying? Wow. You just, your ego is just in your way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's, it's creates like a, a system, right? So another thing I learned about that, I know you said one thing, but another thing I learned about that is not to judge yourself. It's to give yourself a real critique, but don't be judgmental about it. So if you had a bad hit on a serve, that was a bad hit, you know what I'm saying? Now, cut that last little playoff, that last little, just little stroke off, and then move on to the next, because the next one, it's new, you know what I'm saying? You haven't hit this ball yet. So why would you put a fear of something that you failed on in the past on this next attempt? In the way already. Exactly. 
So then that, like if you if you do a judgment, it's like, damn, I had a bad day, I suck today. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be better tomorrow. Now when you come back tomorrow, that judgment is in your mind that you had a bad day yesterday, so now I gotta improve on it. Mm -hmm. And now if I do bad again, you get what I'm saying? It's just another snowball effect of where it's Stop going down. So now it goes from I had one bad day at, at, at my, on my serve to now I suck at my serve. And now you really deep in your mind, now you think your serve is terrible when it's really not. It's just one little piece, one little aspect of your stroke that you're messing up on, but you're not allowing your body to figure it out on its own. You're allowing your mind to control what your body is doing. Yeah, so powerful. that's what I really took from that, man. Just separate your body, man. Your body knows how to do everything. Just specifically with me, when it comes to like dealing with people and talking to people, negotiating deals, certain things, like I've learned a lot of this stuff from when I was younger, just through my mom and through my own experience. Like I was a little hustler, bro. I sold candy. You get what I'm saying? Like I used to make a hundred, two hundred dollars a week just selling candy. Yeah. So for me, is I kind of get in my head, it's like, man, will, it, will I be a great real estate investor? Will I be a great sports agent? I was like, you got to think about just all the past experiences you've been through, even. But you being a, a young kid, being able to, you know what I'm saying, sell candy at school, making $100, $200 a week, to then doing what you did in football and understanding what your vision was. And even though the, the process in which you wanted the vision to come true didn't always happen, the vision came true. You know what I'm saying? So just trust in yourself that whatever you have your mind set towards, you're going to get to it. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I'm starting to, that's what I really tapped into is just allowing myself to be more confident in the process execute the vision you know and then third book was the alchemist that i read and bro it's, that one just like dreams come true if you stay down you know that's real they stay they 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 you know what i'm saying you stay down they come true bro but it's gonna be a lot of obstacles that get thrown at you it's gonna be a lot of people that you run across that had dreams and they gave up on their dreams mm -hmm. it's gonna be a lot of people that's chasing the dream right with you and then it's gonna be some people that chase the dream and didn't accomplish what they wanted to you know what I'm saying? They saw it all the way through, but you can't really let that affect you. You just gotta take bits and pieces from everybody and learn from it. Understand that your process is one of its own. You know what I'm saying? You can't compare your process or your process to anybody else's at the end of the day, man. And you just gotta see it all the way through because at the end of the day, you have to live with it, not anybody else. Now listening to Dumb Fresh Co Radio.